When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. So does this have something to do with the contract, or is this absolutely independent of, of your contractual situation? Uh, no, that's not my focus. You know, I mean, my focus is to be out here with these guys on September 9th or whatever it is. You know, and be ready for 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 September and be ready for game day on Sunday. So. Are talks ongoing or close as far as the contract goes that you know? Uh, I don't really know. You know, I keep that between Neil and, and the guys upstairs. So that's not, like I say, that's not really my focus. Um, you know, it, it, it'll play out. So not not really what I'm focused on. I'm just focused on football right now and, and getting out here, getting ready to go. Nice job, dude. I'm going to give Judd not a standing O because <laughs> sitting at a desk right now. Just sitting at a desk in o. Colorado at Podcast Movement Convention, but... Those are great questions that needed to be asked. Judd Zolgad walked up to TJ Hawkinson and asked those questions. I had to track him down first because he was walking off the field with Brian O'Neill, and uh, I don't think he was thrilled to stop it. He did. He, he's, a, he's a fine guy. I just, I'm not buying what he's selling, but what the heck? We had to at least inquire, and I think at some point in time, you just have to say, okay, that's what your answer is going to be. That's what your answer is going to be. Well, let's let's get into this. This is so Judd's camp notes here again, taking the world by storm. Judd uh, can't even walk outside of his house without the football paparazzi swarming him. It's, you thought Taylor Swift was mm. uh, was a hot commodity over the summer. Judd's camp notes have, I think, even eclipsed uh, Taylor Mania. That's what I've seen anyway. Uh, oh yeah, it's huge. It's absolutely huge. Can't I can't even. I, it, it's tough. But you know what? Yeah, let's start with with uh this really i guess you could call it i mean it's not like it's not weird but it it's the whole new Hold world time of, time out, time out, time out. let me let me shout out tcl first oh, and sure. then we'll okay. let well then we'll put a quarter in judd's camp notes okay and let him go for uh, the next three minutes tcl has award-winning tvs for any budget any space all with stunning picture quality and tcl makes more than just tvs they offer mobile products audio devices and home appliances TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Learn more at TCL.com. Okay, apologies for interrupting Judd's camp oh, notes. Fine. The floor is now yours. Go ahead. Uh, so th- this um, this Hawkinson thing is is odd because it's the whole new world of like this hold-in thing, right? And it's because he's like taking part in individual drills. He's there. He's not holding out. But he hasn't taken part in team drills in forever now. And at some point in time, um, they hold training camp, including team drills, for a reason, to prepare for the season. And he is, you know, when those start, he is AWOL. He is not there. He is either watching or he walks off 
the field to supposedly go get this ear problem um, attended to, this equilibrium problem, which, again, I contend if you have an equilibrium issue, you're not practicing football. Like, there's not like, well, I can sort of stand up for these drills. Oh, but not the – but, but you know, what's his team drills? And, and keep in mind, too, team drills, they can do what they call thudding, so you can have contact. Phil has thudding. seen this, too. They call thudding. it thudding. Thudding. But they don't tackle to the ground. So, like, TJ Hawkinson would never be in jeopardy of being, like, tackled, just, like, wrestled to the ground while he's like, I can't stand right, but up. You, but you could be thudded and maybe jar you something. Be. You know. But my point is, if you can't stand up straight, my contention is you're not practicing football things. I've never heard of an athlete with an equal librium problem who's like okay just to do some of the things ordinarily you're you're in or you're out so well it, that's it why also, it sounds weird. serious like if all right again this is sort of uh you know journalism 101 is why is this person not telling the truth to me thank you there's dude. definitely there's definitely a contract situation lingering here there would be reasons why he might not be practicing in full if they're at a certain point in the negotiation i also understand why he's not going to talk about that in depth publicly i understand why you would ask you should ask you have to ask someone has to ask dude why it's been three weeks why haven't you been out there two weeks whatever it's been but i understand why he's not going to come out and say well it's a good question yeah you got me Uh, yeah my agent and i have been pretty far down the road here with quasi we want to be the highest paid tight end in the national football league including signing bonus average annual value judd and i you know I've been dying to, to say this publicly, and just yeah. no one's asked me yet, right? So I get that. But, like, huh. if let's take his word at face value for a second. If he is telling the honest to God's truth, I have equilibrium issues. I have an, an ear infection that has lasted two to three weeks, and it's throwing off my equilibrium two weeks before the start of the regular season. Yeah. He doesn't seem like a guy that has that problem. Like, like I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but that – I covered Denard Span for the Minnesota Twins 10 years right. ago when I covered as a baseball beat writer. Denard Span had a vertigo issue that prevented him from playing outfield for sev- like several weeks at a time. He'd have to go on the injured list. Um, it was like it turned out that he found a great chiropractor to unlock a place in his upper spine and it fixed him for his career, whatever. But like that dude was worried that he might not ever be able to play again without having dizzy spells. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've, I've seen athletes who have equilibrium issues or vertigo issues because of sinus infections or because of ear infections. I don't know. Again, I'm just playing amateur psychologist here. It doesn't seem like I would be in panic mode a little bit more if I was the Vikings and TJ Hawkinson, if he's telling the 100% truth about the equilibrium issue. That's just well, all right. Yes, exactly. And this is the type of thing where if this was the if that was the case and it was a real problem by now, you probably have missed practice entirely to go see specialists like they sent you to a specialist. And I don't have you know what? I'm willing to buy that at some point in time he had an ear infection and I'm willing to buy that it hurt like hell and that, you know, he needed meds. So, So like I'm not even because it does seem like a weird starting point. Like, what should I come up with as a as a cover for my not practicing Hamstring? No, 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 no. Oblique? Oh, no, that's too simple. Let's go ear. Oh, I love it. Let's go. So, but, you know, at some point in time, he might have had this. But anyway, the point is that he has not practiced in weeks now with the team as far as team practice goes. He is the top tight end on 
said team. Yes, he showed up from Detroit and Washington in the middle of the season last year and was spectacular. But again, you know, you hold training camp for a purpose. And the purpose is to integrate him as much as possible in with his team as he can be. And that has not been the case. And it certainly appears that this all comes back to his desire for a contract. And now the question is, is this, because we've talked about this a lot. It just continues to be an odd thing. But let's spin this forward. If he doesn't get a contract, what's the end game? If he doesn't get a contract by September 10th, not the 9th, TJ, you open on the 10th. Everyone knows when they open the season. Come on, buddy. But if wow. you. But oh, no, no, boy. No, now you're taking I, a shot at the date. You never remember schedules. I'm just saying, yeah, I do for important things. <laughs> I do. I do for important hey, things like the what time we're we recording season. tomorrow. What time we're we yep, recording yep, tomorrow? Yep, what, yep, what, well, what, that, what do we got that, tomorrow? I'm the TJ Hawkinson of the show. Hold on a second here. My ear hurts. Anyway. Um, <laughs> What's the end game here? That's my question. So, you know, let's say September 10th, he doesn't have a contract. Is he playing and everything's fine and he just sort of made a statement? Is there an issue here? And and I don't know. I'm not forecasting it. I've heard nothing. But I think it's a reasonable question now. When, When you are as committed to this as he is, which he clearly is, what happens if they don't come to a contract? Because very clearly... Um, if they were if they were extremely close, which I think we speculated on a few times that they might be, if they were extremely close, it's done by now, and, and he's practicing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take your question and ask a question off your question. All right, so he's 26 years old. He's he, you know he, he was young when he was drafted. He's a former top 10 overall pick, right? And, and I, we all feel like there's another step to his game. That you know he's he's probably got a thousand yard season in him or multiple going forward. I don't know that he's ever going to be like Travis Kelsey, you know, Hall of Fame caliber guy, but based on the salary cap going up every year in the NFL and based on him being the next tight end with his hands out waiting for that contract, would you guys have a problem if if TJ Hawkinson and his agent were demanding to be the highest paid tight end in the NFL? And right now, those parameters are Darren Waller averages $17 million a year, uh, George Kittle, 15, Travis Kelsey, 14. So 17 million is the bar. And by the way, Darren Waller, really good. He's 31 years old. If I'm a 26-year-old that might even have another level left, I want Darren Waller money. And I say, I'm younger. I'm going to be healthier. I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to exceed a thousand yards. In terms of guarantees, George Kittle has the current largest guarantee for a tight end. It's $40 million guaranteed. So if that's what his camp is asking for. Would you guys have a problem with it? Yes. Yes, I'd have a problem with that. He He's he's a good tight end. We all know TJ Hawkinson is a good tight end. He is not a great tight end yet. He is not a great tight end yet. He is not on the Kelsey level. He is not on the Tier 1 level. I think he can be, but he has not shown that he is a great tight end yet. So I can't give him that back. Can't do it yet. Um, this is an interesting question because of the, the fact that the tight end market, which used to be talked about a lot, but then the running backs came along and said, we're getting screwed worse, is is one of the more suppressed markets um, as far as guys, especially guys that catch passes. Well, like Hawkinson is a hybrid tight end receiver, and their argument for a long time has been like, why aren't we being paid way more? Like receivers are breaking the bank, and and you know the upper echelon tight ends do a lot in the receiving game. Um, I think yeah, I, I don't think I'd pay him what Waller is making, but it's going to have to be clearly in that ballpark. 
Yeah. It's going to have to be clearly in that ballpark. And keep in mind, again, the most important thing in any of these discussions that we have about NFL contracts is guaranteed money. That's the most important thing. So, like, you could give – I mean, you could give TJ Hawkinson a record-setting, unbelievable contract and guarantee him $2. And he's not going to want to play for it, and he shouldn't. So, like, that's where the, that's where the important question is. What are you willing to guarantee him? I also wonder now – if um because they actually aren't aren't a dumpster fire in how they're run. I wonder now if we're seeing why the Lions traded him. I wonder if the Lions were fully aware of this coming down the pike. And that's that he that he wanted the bag, like the big bag. So if you're the Vikings, I'm just trying to put myself in Quasi's shoes here, you're trying to figure out yes. in terms of like like what you're allotting for different salaries within the salary is, cap. What what yes. is my quarterback situation beyond two thousand is it a $40 million block for Kirk? Are we getting rid of Kirk and now we're getting cheaper? My edge rushers, both Daniel Hunter and Marcus Davenport, are going to be free agents. That's a critical position. Am I going to have to give a bag to one of those guys or both those guys? Or like, this is a, a really complicated puzzle. And if, if so, if you're Quasi, considering you only had a half season of Hawkinson last year and some offseason you know, practices this year, in a perfect world, you'd probably like to see him for one more full season in the Kevin O'Connell system before you gave him that bag. So I, this is, I mean, again, this is just like educated slash somewhat reckless speculation. Hawkinson probably wants the bag now. The Vikings would prefer for a million different reasons to say, can we just, I mean, we can franchise you if we want to. We always have that leverage as a, as a, as an organization. Let's just get to like March and see what this all looks like. If you go over a thousand yards and you take a step forward, we're much more willing to give you like forty million dollars guaranteed. Right? I could see that being a stalemate right now behind the scenes. The franchise thing to me is, and I don't know what the answer to this question is, but the franchise thing to me is probably the most in- intriguing part because I think the reason why the Hawkinson camp is doing what they're doing right now is this is their last bit of leverage. Because if they allow the contract to lapse and now he doesn't have a contract, guess what? The franchise tag can be slapped on. And I think, Phil, didn't you uh, check this out? The franchise tag for tight ends last March was like $13 million or something like that. It's the Isn't that the average of the top five highest paid players? Yes. Yes. So it would it's, be like, like $14 million yeah. dollars or something. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I guess the question is, is the Hawkinson camp trying to preemptively stop that from happening? Because I have to be honest the vikings haven't used the franchise tag a lot but that's a lot of like the spielman regime yeah. uh i could see quasi i could see quasi and Przinski being a lot different than spielman and Przinski were and, and and your point's the best point which is financial certainty right now they don't know like are they going to bring hunter back justin jefferson is going to break the bank like he is going to break the bank and and by the way the longer it goes till a jefferson contract gets done you can't now put cap money into this year, which is what I thought would, would be the goal, like to shove a little bit of it into this year, um, redo that automatic trigger in the O'Neill contract that we talked about. Like, so if that's not going to be done, I wonder if this is the Hawkinson camp saying it looks premature, but screw that. We're going to get ahead of this game because if we don't, my guy's being franchised. And again, if you want to be in the Darren Waller ballpark, and you're franchised with that position, you're not in the in that ballpark as far as your contract goes. Yeah. Well, hey, what do you uh, just to put a bow on the Hawkinson part of Judd's camp notes here? 
what do you say? Because I can already hear a certain section of the audience. Like, like, what do you guys, you guys are, this is, you guys are just taking a theory and running with it here. Why don't you just believe what, Judd, you asked the question, mm-hmm. which some people might say is invasive. You know, let him recover and have his medical privacy. But what do you have to say to people that, that say, why don't you just take his word at face value? He, he has an ear infection. He has an equilibrium issue. And why does it always have to be some drama that you're drumming up Purple Daily? Uh, because it, there is no common sense involved in actually going along with, with the fact that it's an ear infection that is totally sidelining him. Again, like, let's go under the premise that he really did have an ear infection at one point, And that sort of gradually built this up. But to me, it lacks all common sense. And, and when's the last time teams told the truth? Like, that, that's a thing, too. And it's important. And, Phil, we, we've talked about this going back to the radio show. It's sports lying, okay? I totally get it. I'm not saying that Kevin O'Connell or Quazy or the Vikings are this immoral group of, it's fine. This is the give and take. But it's their job to spin the truth as they see fit, and it's our job to cut through the BS, which is part of the reason why our show exists. Like, like we all bring some sort of pessimism, um, but, yeah, it's pro sports. It's college sports, too. Everybody lies. So the question is to get the lie on the record and then to work with that. We are sports investigators, remember. That's what we are. We I and think there's a lot of fans that, that don't care about being lied to. They just want they things don't. to be comfortable. You should see my but Twitter I, timeline right now. I'm with you on this. This is weird. It doesn't have to be like, you know, it just it would be nice if there was some level of transparency at some point. I understand why there's not. Right. But I think, it, I think it's fair on this show to say it's weird. It smells weird. It's weird. It'll probably resolve itself one way or the other by September 10th. September Thank you. 10th, the first Thank game you. of the season. That's what we're talking about. It's worth talking about because he is their top tight end and and he has not participated in team drills. And that is a if you don't think that's important at all. And look, he came in here last year against Washington and was great. Here's my question. Why do they practice so much then? Right. And I get you can't you can't say on one hand, hey, one of the main reasons why the Vikings are going to be better or or have a better flowing offense in 2023 is because it's the second year in the system. It's more chemistry, more cohesion. And then a guy that joined halfway through the season and crammed the playbook in is basically a non-participant at training camp. It's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Um, All right. We're going to do a sprint through Judd's uh, last 10 minutes of camp notes here in just a moment, but let's shout out our friends. Speaking of sprinting at Nutrisource, Maya Mackey sprints to the bowl every single meal. She hops she oh. licks her whole face. She smiles and she eats her bowl of Nutrisource chicken and rice in about 4.5 seconds. <laughs> I don't know if she chews it. I think she just swallows it whole. Stella does not chew it. I can guarantee you that little girl right there who also does love the training rewards uh, treats. She does not chew it. She inhales it. She had me up at uh, 6.50 this morning because you know what? It was Nutrisource time. And at that point, Pop, pop, sleep, be damned. Feed me now, she said. Nutrisource. Yeah, and Vinny, too. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny just poses now. You know, he just put, he, he's paint me like one of your French girls, <laughs> peasant. <laughs> and, get, and give me some Nutrisource while you're at it, okay? So get up. And despite what my loving fiance says when I, when I showed her that this picture is up on the Purple Daily YouTube page, said that terrible entertainment center that you have had since you were in sixth grade. I can't yeah, believe to show everybody that. that. I, you know where this is from? True story. That's a Circuit City Entertainment Center. 
Nice. Does Circuit City even still exist? No. Nope. Throwback, though, baby. They are gone. I've had that since the wow. sixth grade, and she wants to what? burn it. She wants to chop it up, like, uh, and and burn it in in the backyard, pretty much. She is so, and I get it. it it's an old entertainment center. It's very, it's got to be upgraded. I'm working on it. Okay, so entertainment centers. Give you some recommendations here. Declan, so you've here. had that thing for like 20 years. Yeah, You're 30. Uh, Sixth grade, uh, yeah, but it like would have been like 11 eight, or 12. Eight, 18 years. Yeah, about 18 years. You know what's funny? Like the things that we balk at spending money on. I mean, yeah, no. I won't. I won't blink putting fifty dollars of gas in a car or like you go go to a restaurant or whatever. Like, ah, oh, it's 120 bucks for it. But if it's like a hundred dollar pair of shoes. Or, you know, an, a new entertainment center that you're going to have for 10 years or something that's a couple hundred bucks, whatever. Like, it's funny where we draw financial line. No, I'm going to hang on to this thing for 20 years because it's kind of expensive to get a new one. It can be sentimental, too, though. Like, you've had, had it, it for sentimental? a long time. It goes back to your parents' house. Your parents yeah, are now I think, gone. I, there's yeah, definitely I some sentimental. Like, my, my dad line. and I picked it out when we were in sixth Use that line. There's definitely Tell some her. sentimental value. Especially the dead how, parents card. I can lay tell that card down. Tell her how dare no you be. My dead, my dead mother dusted this off. Yeah. Okay. My, <laughs> yeah. my dead dad and I picked this out. Dude, you should use that and say, I can't, honey, I love you, but I can't believe the insensitivity that I'm hearing right now. Yeah, you can gaslight the hell out of your, uh, your fiance. So, hey, uh, speaking of sentimental, we have new collectibles wing in the Score North shop. In fact, if you go to scorenorth.com slash shop right now, there's a merch wing, which we've told you about, your Victory Monday shirts, your Just just One Before I Die shirts. There's also a collectibles wing, thanks to our friends at Universal Sports Auctions. You can get a signed TJ Hawkinson jersey right now, actually, over at scorenart.com slash shop. Uh, Jordan Addison, KJ Osborne, I'm looking at all the new autographed jerseys in here. One of the coolest ones is the Justin Jefferson one-handed catch against Buffalo, framed and signed by Justin. All of these are available right now to purchase at scorenorth.com slash shop, the collectible section. Promo code SCORE to save 10% on all products site-wide. So check it out, and uh, you know maybe you can buy a stocking stuffer. That's all Judd's interested in, just you buying him things. Through oh, the actually like shop. A picture, though. I'm not sure you could put that in the stocking. You know, you could get a bigger stocking and kind of, kind of wrap it. That Justin Jefferson picture with him making the catch is a very good picture. All right. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. More camp right, notes? Or Judd's camp, camp notes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to the second um, headline from yesterday after the Hawkinson situation, which is this. And, uh, boy, Lewis Seen is injured. Now, we don't know how bad in a drill that was more along the line of individual drills with um, that, that. That So it was not teamwork. So it wasn't like a bang, bang play. Uh, it looked like he slipped a little bit on the turf or something happened uh, and tweaked. hate to use that word, Vikings fans, tweaked mm. something. I don't know if it's a groin. I Definitely in the leg area. Uh, but he then went into the, the um, medical tent that they have to be checked out. And he didn't leave the field, but he also did not return to practice. 
And so I don't know if this is going to keep him out for a while. I, I don't know if it's just something minor, but if there was one player that probably didn't need this among them, it's seen because, you know, yeah. obviously the reps are important. I am guessing that there was a plan for him to probably play safety extensively again on Saturday against the Cardinals and these joint practices yeah. too. Like all of this is very important. Um, but in, in his defense now, if you've got like a groin injury, you can't practice. Like you, you can't just like push yeah. through it. It's not like, let's say an ear infection. So, <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, dude. Wow. Look at well, you right the ear infection you can push through. He's just, play, he's practicing. Just, How just, just he's, backing the backing the car back up. He's, GTA. He's, he's practicing. TJ's practicing. Scene probably can't. So this could definitely be a a setback. And again, as we discussed oh. in my uh in uh, Judd's 53-man roster projection, the safety position's one I'm very curious because there's there's deserving guys. And at this point, in, in fact, when Scene came out and they had second team work then yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, it was Theo Jackson and Jay Ward. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens here. But Lewis Scene is a guy who needs this practice time. And if he can't practice this week, it's very unfortunate. Uh, cheap plug, Purple Daily on Draft. Miles and Tyler Fornis and I talked about this extensively and maybe where Lewis Seen could even potentially get in on get on the field, excuse me, uh, in week one. And I'll, I'll, maybe you can actually deploy him. Go check that out, too, if you want a little bit of a debate on where Lewis Seen should or shouldn't play. Tyler actually explained, kind of from a nice. scouting standpoint, like Lewis Seen's tackling technique and how it needs to evolve. And so, I mean, it's like, Meat and potatoes. It's like oh, the yeah. first 10 minutes of Purple Daily on draft with uh, Tyler Miles and Declan. So, yes, I will continue this cheap plug. Check it out on the Purple Daily nice. podcast and YouTube feeds. So, scene, uh, um, and just to set the schedule, the Vikings practice today, which is Tuesday, joint practices Wednesday, Thursday, off Friday, game against the Cardinals on Saturday. So, the scene thing is bad news. The good news is, um, although – Although he returned to practice, he was not allowed to make any contact with, but he still returned Jalen uh, or Jordan Addison and Jalen Naylor, who we hadn't seen since the, since the first practice, came yeah. back and practice. Addison uh, was no contact, which tells me he's not completely out of the concussion protocol yet. Naylor was who I think had a who definitely had a leg injury of some sort. Don't know what exactly was back. Um Keneal Harry was still out, which is probably a death knell to his opportunity to make this roster. Kene Wongwu remains out. I have no idea. He was out there on the field. I don't see anything wrapped. I, I have no idea what's wrong. Um, but the running back position remains pretty lean because I don't know beyond Madison and Chandler. I'm not quite sure if Kene can't play on September 10th. I'm not quite sure who's going to be the third back now. And I think the best part of the news, though, is that Addison and Naylor are back. And I, I would guess that this means that Jordan Addison's very close to getting out of the concussion protocol. Does this mean that those guys in very, very different situations with concussion versus like leg injury coming back right before the joint practices start? What's your sense? Are they going to participate in joint practices? Like, could Naylor could Naylor do some joint practices and then get into the preseason game, or do you think that's after missing three weeks too much to ask? So yesterday's 
practice was in shorts and it was not in pads, but they did do teamwork. So they obviously don't hit. Um, I would say there's probably a decent chance that Naylor from what I saw can get involved against the Cardinals. I don't know if it would be in the game. Ideally, it definitely would be Um, Addison. It's just probably him being cleared from the protocol completely because when, when they went to team drills on, on Monday, he wore, like a red quarterback jersey, which means don't touch him. So yeah. if he's still in, if he's still in that part of the protocol on Wednesday and Thursday, he's not practicing. But if he gets cleared, he probably can just return. So, and I would guess with the way that they did not play anyone who they expect to play last Saturday, I would guess that that there is no chance that they're going to play Addison in the game on Saturday. Did you guys see that picture that Kirk, I think Kirk Cousins posted it? It was like the like Mustache Monday. Oh yeah, oh, he was he did was very this? proud. He stopped and talked to us after practice. He's like did. like a Fu Manchu, a Fu Manchu. Man yes, but did you? Thing, but the, but the yeah, Declan, you do look good in a Fu Manchu. Judd once did that it. like ten years ago for a, Mo, a Movember fundraiser and looked like a terrorist. It was unsettling. Okay. I I look like a Russian hitman. Yeah. Like a That's Bond a, villain, yeah, yeah, I did. No, not but not like the main villain. Yeah, like, like the no, like the like the, henchman, like the henchman that gets killed like off, like easily taken of care of by Daniel Craig. Just thrown yes. through the window, you're done, no problem. Yes. But but in that picture, it was. Uh, I guess there's no other way to say this. It was like twenty white Vikings with handlebar mustache uh, looks, and then Jordan Addison was like on the edge of the picture, not smiling, just sort of staring at the camera. Like, yes. did he like? wander in with a concussion into the wrong room like no. what is this photo does no. he have a mustache so, i think he was the only kirk, one without a mustache kirk explained it so so addison has a mustache but he's always okay. had it so he didn't grow it okay for monday so so is it like but you can't really it's like they Buzz need diversity something? let's just say that like that picture they need it, diversity. It, it could use, it could use it a little was diversity. very yeah. lacking. Um, but Kirk said, uh, so I, I believe the guy that, that won it, if I'm not mistaken, was Austin Schlotman, who even Kirk's like Schlotman. I mean, Schlotman. No one knows even his, his name. quarterback can't pronounce his name. It's like a Seinfeld. I mean, I'm not faulting Kirk. I can't either. I can never remember if it's Schlotman or Schlotman. But anyway, um, but the thing was, so so he, I think he won it, but he's always had like a beard, like always. So all he did was shave like the chin part, but yeah. he still left he still left the beard part. So I don't know how oh, how triple he H, won the triple it. H look. Yeah. But but Damn. Kirk said that uh, that Schlotman's wife had never seen his bare chin before. So like they had oh, never wow. so like in the I don't know, you know, I don't know how long they've been together, but this was the first time so that he could participate in Mustache Monday that he actually shaved his chin. Wow! Wow! So, so Kirk is Kirk is like getting relationships to new levels with his mustache Monday. Well, he's done that now. He's done the jersey thing. Kirk has, yeah. which he uh, had in the spring. Um, look, I mean, he's a different guy. He is a different guy now. He just is. He's just he's allowed to be Kirk. He had the and, thirty minute. Was or I don't know if it was thirty minutes, but he had like the what was the word that was used to describe his addressing of the team before training camp riveting yep, exactly. the, the the riveting addressing of the team i mean he's no. without mike there he's he's a different guy and he's allowed to blossom and be kirk and yeah. and be be kirk in all of his kirkness without yes. feeling shame 
Yeah, I, I got a feeling that the Kirk that we saw in the Netflix special might have been a bit of a different guy if if that had been filmed, if if Zimmer had allowed it to be filmed, which he might not have. So, yeah, he's a different guy. It's fun. Yeah. All right, more camp notes. Uh, Makai Blackman is still out with an arm. I don't know when he's going to play next. And, and I know Pelissero said they avoided, you know, a catastrophic injury which means his season's not done or he's not going to have to go on IR um but uh I don't know if he's going to be set to play against the Buccaneers and if he's not at this point in time your three defensive backs who play a lot will will be Byron Murphy Jr. inside a Caleb Evans who has the concussion problems but he was back in practice which is good news outside and right now Joan Williams will be playing outside September 10th. I am convinced if Blackman can play, he will take that job. Hmm. But this is clearly, the Vikings clearly breathe a sigh of relief. The Blackman's not hurt for a long time, but this also is not, I don't think, hey, he's back today. Just my my analysis as a doctor of football. Now, does this make it any more likely that Greedy could be on the docket. Is there any news on that front? He has not signed with anyone. Not right? allowed. So so O'Connell didn't talk yesterday, and Justin Jefferson, I think, talks tomorrow just to say, hey, your friend Grady, he's on the market. What do you think, Justin? Um, but it would make some sense. Uh, now, Greedy Williams, with where he is contractually in his career, ha- has to clear waivers. In fact, his brother got waived on Saturday by the Giants, and he was picked up. Um, greedy was not. So I think, I think what the process is, is now once he clears waivers, he becomes an unrestricted free agent and then can start to talk to teams. So if the Vikings are going to talk to him, it'll probably be in the next couple of days. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's especially if it'd be nice to know is the Kai Blackman thing. Is it like, you know, in danger of wiping out the first two games for him? Or is it like, oh, he might actually need to be placed on injured reserve because, there is a gap between sort of the first five cornerbacks I don't, on year yeah. 53 and then the next guy. So I think going outside the organization would be how you would replace one of them if they couldn't play early in the season. Yeah, I'm just going to guess that um, that is probably going to be touch and go for the September 10th game. Yeah, interesting. But okay. and, and if you can't practice until then, till then, excuse me, Joan Williams probably does start because of the fact that he hasn't practiced. All right, what, uh, do you have another couple camp notes for I us have another here? Couple Digging camp through notes. the bottom of your bag? Daniil Hunter excused absence, so he was not there, which sort of raised a few eyebrows. Obviously, his contractual situation has been resolved, um, but O'Connell actually sent through the team's PR department because, you know, it's pretty glaring when Hunter's not there that it was an excused absence that had been planned. Uh, didn't say what, but if you see that uh today it's not a big deal and i would guess he's expected back for the tuesday practice and then finally brian o'neill back in team drills again he was in them for a day or so obviously didn't take part in the joint practices against the titans last week o'connell said that they were hoping to gear him up to take part in the joint practices against the cardinals so if that's the case that is certainly good news especially i went back and watched a little bit of the first half last night on Saturday, that Ole Udo thing. It didn't look good in person, and when I tried to watch it on TV, it didn't look any better. So Brian O'Neill coming back is absolutely imperative. Yep, yep. She, he, he should have enough time here. He's got about 20 days or whatever it is uh-huh. until uh, September 10th to get himself yeah. right. Yeah, no, so, no one year openers. That's all I'm yeah. saying. 
let's shout out our friends at Summit Orthopedics. So I don't know if they can help with ear infections, but they can help with pain from the ankles and the feet all the way up to back, neck, shoulders. And they have uh, they have an, an orthopedic walk-in urgent care seven days a week as well, starting at 8 o'clock in the morning. No referrals are needed. They offer same-day appointments, 25 locations across the Twin Cities and greater Minnesota. Learn more at summitortho.com. That's summitortho.com. Sorry. What can't see that too much. It, it's their beautiful, it's their beautiful facility. What are you trying to show us? It's a summit. summit. Or, it, it's summit. Oh, it's their beautiful uh, facility in Egan. I took a picture is this, of is this. This is our new B-roll here. On, I, uh, I was going it's to get Judd, a, Judd pulling up grainy photos. I was going to get phone. a sandwich like, a couple like, days ago. Bur- it's and, Burger Press. And I stopped press. and I stopped in front of it. I'm like, I'm going to take a picture. This is a beautiful building. This look, is where I was at. Look at this. I was in Owatonna. It's federated. It's sure. federated. 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 Is this building is a photo. Nice? The, the summit building is gorgeous. You're going to walk into a great building. It's going to be fantastic. I'm trying to help the show. Anyway, that's it. That's Judd, Judd with photos from 1904 of the uh, the original Federated building. Federated's been around for over 100 years, Whoa. helping businesses maximize their success through risk management tools and resources. It's like having a great offensive line protecting your business, if I could put it in football terms. You can find out which industries Federated specializes in working with, and if it matches with your business, then Maybe you should find your federated marketing rep, federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. Judd's camp notes, just, I would say, prickly today. Taking oh, yeah. no prisoners, not, not taking it's people at face value at this point in camp. You are not here to mess around with Judd's camp notes. Nope, nope. You should see between my criticism okay. of, of Cat in the, in the uh, World Basketball Classic Tournament, and my critics or, or my questions to Hawkinson, my timeline is a mess right now. Wait, people actually are like defending Cat from getting ejected in a, yes. pre, in a yes. preseason World I, Cup game. I tweeted it. Stop aunt, talking to officials. As stop aunt talking takes to off, officials. you know, as Ant becomes a superstar, here's Cat being tossed from an, and you know, you, oh, you son of a, you're always looking for the negative. You're no. not saying how much he's helping the Dominican Republic. You're just the, so yes, my timeline is a complete mess. Go, go see what Bill Simmons said about Dame Lillard and the Wolves, though. Go check Dude, that I li- out. I listened oh, to the first, go nice. listen to the first 30 to 35 minutes of, of the latest Scoop material. podcast. Yeah, scoop well, material. It's, it's all stuff that you've heard on, yeah, yeah. you know, Mackie and Judd and Flagrant Howls. Oh, it's, the, it's the Portland, oh. but but it's Bill Simmons saying, "Wouldn't Dame Lillard be watching Anthony Edwards right now and saying to himself, why 'Why don't you just yeah. swap me and Carl Anthony Towns, and then the Blazers can have you know a twenty-seven-year-old, a, fi- a five years left on his contract, you know, unicorn big man, three-point shooting guy, and then Damian Lillard can play with Anthony Edwards.' Fair enough. I mean, sounds good to me." Anyways. As Chip says, I got to go. All right. Judd's got to go. I got to go. Uh, live here from uh, Denver, Colorado. Judd will be out at practice and the joint practices all week here. Purple Daily, daily Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die.